uh it's a natural thing but you know how we do on this podcast everything natural is really supernatural but we don't want to give our all we scared to say jesus break me but he did it for us we need to search ourselves and say lord am i impacting people the way i'm supposed to we can see his power reflected right there and his love for us return to your friend. please do don't waste no time repeat and return and repeat <laughs> welcome to a couple So I know conflict can seem to keep us in it for a long time, but there's ways around it. There's ways to get out of it. And I heard, I heard TDJ say, say this about some of the things that we are always fighting about. We, we fight to, we fight to go to sleep. We fight to, to stay asleep. Then we fight to wake up. We even fight to have to go to work and to do the things that we need to do on our daily list. It it can be a constant fight. I know I I fight not to say some of the things I really want to say because I know those words aren't, don't need to be put into the air. Why do we have to fight so much? It's, it's, it's something that's going to keep going on. It's, it's a fight of the flesh and it can be very tiring. But it's, it's a fight that we have to stay in. Until you get tired of being tired, until you get to the point you will actually want to do something. I see people in social media posting about, you know, their personal problems or people that comes to you and tell you about different situations then you want to give them an advice. But then you see them kind of go back to the same situation they just claim to be tired of. So you're not really tired. But when you get tired of being tired, you will do whatever it takes. takes. You will do a drastic change in your life to be able to change that which has not been working for you. You know, I find very interesting that the definition of um, insanity is actually a repeated behavior expecting different results. And... Listen, I can remember myself then being insane, you know, and I see so many insane people. And until you decide to do something that is different, because we know that the things that we have been doing, first and foremost, we have wasted lifetime. We are trying to do things that get us frustrated and then we're frustrated. We cannot operate the way we want to operate with our family um love is not going to be shown through us because we just trap into our own thinking and our own way of doing things you know and when you are when you overdo your mind and overdo your body in this way weariness is that's how you pronounce that comes about when when you get to that stage and and we're speaking physical and spiritual you're gonna wanna rest and you will not be able to rest. Your body is too, is too traumatized. You know, you wanna be able to, to wake up, then you can't wake up. It's like your body and your spirit is gonna oppose everything you feel like is needed at that moment of time. So it is important for us to kind of analyze our lives and see what are we wasting our time on? We, relationships, uh, works, uh, desires, and things that just really don't take us anywhere. And the more we do, it's like we're going backwards and backwards and backwards. And like I said before, we are wasting precious time with our children, with our husbands, with our husbands, with the wife, and people that we love. 
even with God. Like, we can be so trapped in our own thinking, we don't even give God time. That time. Time is so important because that's something that you can never get back. You know, you can lose money and get it back. But when you lose that time, you can never get it back. And you were saying about, like, um, being able to rest. Like, what is rest? We say it, and it seems like a simple word that you should know how to get your rest. But this society is not meant for you to really, truly get that rest, to just slow down everything, you know. And we've talked about this before. Is truly letting your mind rest, letting everything just be erased for a few, just to give it a break. When you're constantly going up and down with emotions in your mind, you're constantly overthinking stuff. Your mind, it's not meant to do this all the time. We have to be able to slow down and rest. And when we speak of rest, it's when the Bible also speaks of a secure mind. And if your mind's not secure, and when I say secure, I mean secure in Christ, because he is our peace and he is our peace of mind. And most of the times as we start, before we even start this conversation today, we had our pre-conversation was talking about how basically anxieties of emotions takes over. And one of the biggest things that keep us within it is our worries. And you was talking about the fathers, the mothers, the husbands, the wives, the children, the jobs, the financial situations, all of these things that ponders our mind, even in our sleep, as if we have control of it. Like we have say so of it to an extent because in Christ, we have say so through the power and authority of him to bring forth the becoming of it. But when I say the worries in which we do, and like you, I looked up worry, but not only looking up, I like the old definition of worry. And you can see the reason why we so tired, even with, we can't sleep, I, we're so busy. <laughs> I'm gonna pull my wife out there for a minute. <laughs> when my wife has troubles within her mind, my wife will clean my house spotless. <laughs> so. I'm telling you, your body in a functional way is saying, I'm tired. But since your mind is so much worried, you're not listening to your body. And the worry, the word worry, the old English word means to strangle. Now, we know what the word strangle means. Mm -hmm. And that's pulling in two directions. Your worry going one way about your problems, mm -hmm. but your spirit want to go another way about your answer. But we're being strangled, basically double-minded, pulling in two directions. We're strangling ourselves. We're strangling our spiritual sense of behavior. We're strangling ourselves. And a true fact, a true fact, when we worry, these are the factual things that happen. We get headaches, back pain, um, ulcers, uh, neck pain, um, what is the other things I wrote down? Oh, it affects our thinking, um, our digestive system, even our coordination. Hmm. So just by worrying alone, these are the things that starts affecting us. And like was June saying, even when you lay down, you wonder why your body or your mind can't be at peace. 
And these are the things that even God himself tells you, don't worry about it. But the subject is being tired. You got to get tired of even not being able to sleep. You got to get tired of your body's not being able to rest. You got to get tired of that same problem. Like you were saying, insanity, that problem, you have to be tired of that same problem. It said um, with the word insanity, the, the Bible call it a little different. It's basically, um, in, well, in Proverbs 26, 11 said, um, as a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their, their foolishness. So I'm not trying to disrespect nobody, but the more you try to do the same thing over and over and over, knowing that it's just not going to work, um, the Bible calls you a fool. You need to find God's wisdom to address your situation. And when it comes to peace, I know both of y'all spoken the word peace. Um, peace can only come from God, can only come from the spirit of God that is within us. But when we are trying to rule everything in our lives, we oppress the spirit of God within us. So when there is no connection within the spirit of God in our soul, then everything is going to be reflected on our body. That's when the lack of sleep comes in. The sickness comes in the the um, the reckless behavior. Like sometimes you can be so stressed out. You speak to your children in ways they don't deserve, you know, and it's not like you mean to harm them or hurt their feelings. It's just your mind is not right. And you got to get tired of being tired, tired of being in the same predicament all the time, tired of settling for less, tired of dealing with people that are not doing you no good and you just there, you know, offering yourself in a silver tray each and every time, try to make relationships work, try to make something work that maybe it's not even meant to be for you. So seeking God's wisdom about your situation can can relieve you from so many so much trouble. And you're speaking on seeking God. Basically, you're saying prayer, speaking to God, talking. But so many times we go to the Lord and we say, Lord, I, I just don't know how to handle this. Lord, like this is worse than last time. Or Lord, I just I, I, I'm, I'm worried about this. Or Lord, I, I need your help, Lord. What, Lord, you said I am your child. You will be there. We have this conversation in prayer with God, but the problem is not that we go to him and pray this pray. I mean pray this prayer. The problem is when we get up. As soon as we get up, we start thinking about the limitations of that problem with that we can handle. Like our limitations. Well I ain't got enough money for this or I don't know if he or she gonna leave me. You you start thinking about what you can do and the limitations that you got. Mm -hmm. So I thought you just gave it to God in prayer. Mm. You know, it's those little things. And then we we say we, that we, we're worried and we're giving it to him that, and we trust to him. But therefore, you just took away faith because now you're up worrying after prayer as if you never figured out God can. You're saying, God, I can't you can't handle this. I, I got to see what I can do. And that's what we're doing. The moment we get up off our knees and go start doing something that, that start pondering that thought in our minds. And study trusting and believing in God in prayer as well. If we gave it to him, we have to give it to him wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Give it to him. Because if we don't, we won't rest. And where's that trust in God that will made you follow him anyway? Mm -hmm. I mean, really answer yourself. I trust in God. I changed my life for God. I took myself out of the world for God because he done so much for me. And that's why I trust in him. And I'm going to you in prayer for this. So, yeah, we did the right step. 
But after that step, we false step because we take it back from God with those thoughts we have as if he can't handle it. It is so easy to forget. It's just so easy to forget. That's why in the Bible is constantly telling us that we have to remember, we have to remember, we have to remember. So, I mean, what you were saying, um, what both of y'all were saying, I thought about that um, at one time in my past, I created my own identity. Like, you don't, you get tired of being this certain person. So I'm gonna create a whole new person. Hmm. But we know this is what, when we get saved, this is what God does. You know, you have to die to yourself and yes. Amen. be born again. And he creates a whole new creature. But before we get to that point, let's like, let's take it on back. Before we knew Christ, we created our own identity, you know, and this is on what other people thought, on what we thought other people thought with what everybody yeah, else it doing. Just, it kind of goes off of this, this, um, again, going back to that insanity. Like you see other people doing the wrong thing and then you go do the wrong thing too. Cause it looks fun or because it's just a norm yeah and it's, it's not worth it but i know at my breaking point before i knew christ i looked at that the breaking point before i knew christ and i looked at a breaking point when i was in christ mm -hmm. and that first breaking point i was walking alone for one i had all of these emotions that never left so i know that jealousy um i was very um unforgiving and i had that revenge like if you do something to me I, I'm going to get you back somehow, some way I'm going to get you back, which opened me up to being in agreement with the devil. Mm. Like we don't look at it like this, but a lot when we saying like negative words and we're just constantly, um, like I said, worrying about stuff, that's the devil. God, God's not worried about this stuff. We, we constantly worry and we overthink stuff and we're just constantly going back to stuff. But I handled that in a way that I had to go back again once I knew Christ and went back to all of that stuff I thought I handled and had to give it to him. And I have to do this daily. Like this isn't something that you can do one time and just overnight. Over. Mm -hmm. It's not. It is something that we have to keep on doing because we will forget. Mm -hmm. We will start going back. What uh, Mr. Page was saying, what you have said about the mind, uh, strong mind, no, secure, secure mind. mind. Secure mind. Mm -hmm. A secure mind doesn't just happen to fall on us. No. We have to secure it. That's with our word. They say, the word says we get faith by reading and hearing the word. If we're not doing that, we can't expect our faith to increase. And you know, it's sad, um, for instance, for those who don't know Christ, um, you listen, Every day, you, you can just scroll up through your social media and you see so many tired people. People are truly struggling. Um, and this is one of the main reasons why we are working hard in this podcast, because we know what it feels like to be tired. And we're grateful for the things God has done in our lives, because I still remember. I still remember before Christ what my life was like. And I can see um, a lot of people around me and people I don't know, like you can just look at their face and just see the stress and see the burden, you know, and see that they just desperately asking for help without asking for help. And we, we truly pray that this word bring for uh, understanding in this topic. It's no reason to be living your life tired and defeated 
all the time. A lot of us try to fix fix the physical, uh, the spiritual with the physical. Is a lot of things that we're battling with that we just think is just you know it's just a physical problem. But we're literally dealing with Satan and satanic attacks against our family, against our lives, against the people we love, and we're trying everything in the physical realm to fix it. But we we have not once. Give it to God and see what God can do about that matter. God can do all things, all things. But going back to those who are not in Christ, we have in us the need of God, regardless if you believe it or not. So you have a lot of people out there seeking for something to fill their lives and give them motivation and give them a meaning in fashion, in money, in belongings, in relationships, in drugs, in sex. And today I like a girl, today I like a boy, tomorrow I'm a she, and today I'm a he, and I don't know, next day I'm just, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like don't don't call me neither one you know yeah yeah so it's like they trying to find something to give their lives meaning trying everything everybody everyone else is trying but nothing truly works for them and then every day they are desperately seeking for something else to give them motivation and motivation and they just tired tired but i just want to invite you today to get tired of being tired to make a drastic change in your life. I'm telling you, it's been plus 10, 10, over 10 years since I gave my life to Christ. And I don't regret absolutely nothing. Has my life been perfect? No. But when I tell you that the strength that God gave me, the joy that God gave me, the peace, I wouldn't change that for nothing. Yeah. I would change that for nothing. Um, and before I met Christ, you know, and I have shared this before, and you probably wonder, well, why we always speak about the same thing when it comes to our testimonies, because we know that this is something that is touching so many people's lives. This drug addiction, um, this uh, sexual immorality, or uh, the, being in the wrong relationships, uh, the depression, uh, suicide, all of these things is so deep within our community, the generation we're living in, the people around us, people we don't know. We just got to look at the news and see everything that's going on. And I was one of them. I was one of them. And I tried so many things. And I was just tired, sick and tired of trying. Sick and tired of being tired. And by myself, in that loneliness where nobody could help me out. That's when I when I cried out to God. And God reached down and he, he hold me. And he's been holding me since. And I'm telling you, that's the best decision I have ever made. And now that I look back, I'm telling you, June, I have saved so much money. Because half of the things that I that I felt like I needed to do back then, I realized now I don't even need it. I was very addicted of, of buying clothes. Like I needed to have a new outfit all the time. Shoes, new shoes all the time. Purses all the time. I don't even care for doing that kind of shopping anymore. I enjoy better having whatever money I have and going with my husband and with my children, going out to eat or doing something that I can have a memory, you know, things that are truly, truly important. We waste so much time and money on things trying to give meaning to our lives because we're tired. We're tired of being empty and having, uh, and being what's that called void? Like just, just having nothing within us. And we try all of these things. Yeah. And to come back with you on that same point, it's like I was telling a young man at my job, he was, you know, telling about little frustrations he was having or whatever. And I broke it down to him because he was basically saying, you know, finding meaning in life and he just don't know what's going on in his life and why can't, you know, he find that meaning. And 
I gave him a little illustration. I was basically telling him, I said, so let's just say you met this guy that built this robot and he gave it to you. And all of a sudden the robot started acting up and the robot wasn't functioning the way it's supposed to function. It wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing. I said, would you try to fix it? Or would you take it back to the guy who made it? And he said, first of all, yeah, I'll I take it back to the guy who made it because I don't know nothing about that robots. I said, exactly. I say, who created you? I said, God created you. Why would you try to fix you? Why would you let somebody else try to fix you? What you need to do is go back to the creator, the one who knows you better than anyone, the ones you that knows you as of himself. I said, because you have to understand we are of God. We are of God. And if you want peace within you, you have to understand it has to go back to the beginning, the origin, the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. It started with him. He created us. And we, to be fixed, to fill that void, that emptiness, that's where it comes from, is to know God. And to know God is to know yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's why we so fight to fill these many voids with these different objects and things in this world and what the world tells us we need. And we so quick to jump on that train in life and just ride it out and think, you know, it lasts for a little bit, but everything is not a roller coaster in your life when it comes to Christ. And that's the thing. We're treating it like a high when in Christ we can always be at a level of peace. But see, man can be prideful yes. um, and pride bring for destruction. Yeah, so I, and when you just said that pride, you just brought this other illustration. So I was looking at this movie last night, and it was about this prideful guy. He had lost his dad early in life, and he just believed that God couldn't help him and that he had to do everything on his own. But, you know, everything started coming at him. And, you know, especially when, like, sickness and that type of stuff comes, you have no control over it. You can try and get the doctors, you know, pay the best doctors and stuff. But at a certain point, you have no control. And he had to get to that point of no control. And it was a guy who came up to him and was like, okay, if you are playing a basketball game, like the finals, and you have the ball, and you have Michael Jordan standing right there, you're not going to pass the ball to him? Hmm. Or you going to take that shot yourself when you know you <laughs> most likely not going to make it? You know, if you take that shot yourself, then all of that's falling back on you. But if you give it, we're going to say Jordan is God. We know he's not God, but he has some <laughs> great abilities. You, you pass that shot and he makes that shot. You can see mm -hmm. there is the evidence. That's why, like Heidi was saying, when we keep talking about the same stuff that we've been through of the past, these are our testimonies. They are so important because this is what connects us to each other. This is what helps us to be able to really relate. And I was saying um, earlier about me before Christ getting to that breaking point. I've had a recent breaking point um, dealing with sickness and I had to really be able to walk through this. Uh, emotions aren't supposed to last for long periods of time. When we are in an emotional state for weeks at a time, even days at a time, mm -hmm. there's a problem. There's something that we need to either... Um, we need to walk through ourselves, which I had to walk through a lot of guilt, uh, shame, sadness, anger. It was a lot of stuff I had to walk through, but I wasn't walking alone. I was walking with God, with his guidance. Amen. He was Amen. leading me through it. You know, he leads us through the wilderness and through these uh, periods of time that we don't want to go through. But we, we, it, there's very, it's very important for us to go through these because I was thinking 
you know, I let that go. I let God have it. I prayed about it. Um, but it still was on my mind. Something was still, and I hate to say worry, but that's pretty much what it was. I was still thinking about it. It's like, did I let that go? Did I give it to God? I believe I did, but I had to keep doing it. And once I actually walked through those emotions and shed some tears and said another prayer in my spirit, it was like, I was like, just keep coming back to me. I'm always available. I'm always here when you need me. If you feel those emotions coming and that they won't leave, just keep coming back to me. Go to somebody. Who who are you talking to? Do you mm-hmm. have people around you who will pray for you? Not gossip about you. Now, you mm-hmm. don't want them gossiping because mm-hmm. that's not good. But we'll really pray for you. Do you have that support system? You know, we say it's, it's, it's important to have a church family. Mm-hmm. It is. But it is important to have anybody in Christ. Even if you have not found a church yet, you can still find different ways. The Internet makes it where you have it at, at the touch of your fingers. Just find something to listen to like this podcast could be somebody's church family we'll be your family yes definitely we're always open open for that so it's, it's important for us not to try to to resist resist god and once we make that decision to do what we know is going to work the only thing that can work is god so if you have not tried jesus don't tell me you try at all you mm-hmm. gotta give him a chance so once you give him a chance the same effort, the same energy you use to do everything you know was not working for you, give it to him. Give it to him in prayers. Give it to him in in uh, uh, seeking his word, seeing what he has to say about about your situation. The Bible say that Jesus said, "Come to me, all that um, come to me, all you who are weary. You will find rest in him." And also tell us that if we place our hope in any man, that hope is going to die with that person. Nobody is eternal here. So our hope can only be be found in Christ. I, I share real quick with you. Um, I have a, a sister in Christ in my Facebook, and she sent me, um, it was like a little play they did in the church, and she sent me the, the video. And um, it was uh, different ladies walking, and they had these butterfly wings. And as they was walking, they were spreading their wings open and they were saying you see these wings these wings cost me a divorce they cost me raising two children by myself they cost me different things that came about in their life with with the suffer man but how through god they was able to lift the, the cocoon stage to become a butterfly so how long are you gonna drag yourself on the ground mm-hmm. we are not meant to be cocoons forever at some point we need to let ourselves become to be a butterfly and spread our wings open. And you know how beautiful butterflies are? They are so unique, so unique in their colors and their spots. Your testimony is going to be different from my testimony. It is but it's a beautiful thing that you can see it out there when you're in a park and you can see a yellow butterf- butterfly. Different. You can admire the beauty in each one of them singly. So the same thing with our testimony, we can share our testimony with other people and what someone, somebody cannot relate with you, they may can relate with me. But the point is, don't be dragging yourself forever. Get tired of being tired. And most of our tiredness, as we was doing this communication of talking, it really comes from our mindsets when we're waiting on God. And that lingering part, like I was speaking earlier, sometimes we go back after our prayer and start, you know, God, when you're going to take care of it, I don't get it to you. And now we're waiting, but 
you have to have that understanding. And if, when I'm talking about waiting, it's the understanding, not your understanding. We're talking about God's understanding. And if we're constantly reading our word, we'll we understand that the understanding we're talking about is that surpassing understanding. Mm. What the word says that we have peace that the world can't understand. Like you're going through a storm and your roof is torn off, but you, you happy? It, we got to find it. And when my wife and June brought up the subject of what was going to be having today, Isaiah, my favorite scripture came about and I just want to talk about the first portion of that scripture. It says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And the key word in that sentence is wait. And I want to translate the word wait for all those who are listening. If I go to a restaurant and I sit down to eat, the person that comes to me is my waiter. So therefore, until I leave, they are consistently waiting on me. So if the Bible tells us to wait on the Lord, look at yourself as a waiter. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is God has you assigned to do something. So you gave him your problem. So now all you have to do is wait. Waiting in another translation is to serve. Mm -hmm. So when you're waiting, you're serving him. What is your your objective? Is to please him, to bring joy to him while he's sitting there eating. So therefore, he's at your table. You're serving him through worship, through praise. You don't gave him your problem. So now you just need to get lost in the worship. Mm. Now you just need to get lost in the praise. That's waiting. That's serving. That's you in abundance of helping someone else. It's not that your problem is gone, but you're waiting on God. And when I say waiting on him, not waiting on an answer, you're serving him. Lord, I gave you this, but I got to go back to work. It's basically setting your mind on the things above. And that's why I was saying earlier, a secure mind. And I'm going to bring this in because in Second um, Corinthians, uh, 10 5 it says uh, we must bring into captives every thought to the obedience of Christ every thought so like I said with our mindset to say you know what? I don't give it to God I gotta go ahead we gotta look at our thought process of what we're gonna do after we give something to God and I brought that up to say sow a thought reap an action sow an action reap a habit sow a habit Reap a character. So a character, reap a destiny. Mm. We have something that we should be doing. Mm -hmm. But it's our mindset in which we do things after doing. God has not left the table. He still sits on the throne. Yes. We still serve him. We are obedient to him. That's what we say we are. So we have to serve in a way that our waiting skills impress not only him, but others because they see how we serve him even in the time of our troubles. So it's not that, and it's sad because it's sad funny. You can be at a restaurant and you see the waiter going to these different tables and you know they're tired. Mm -hmm. You see it, but when they get to your table, they cheer themselves up and bring on this smile. It's not that we don't notice that you're tired. 
you even answer tired you know how can i help you, you know you're tired you you know it mm. the facial expression don't show it but you know it but you're doing your job it's not that you're not thinking to yourself well i'm tired but you're doing your job it's not that you forgot about the problem you're just doing your job and your job is to serve through the tiredness because what i'm saying to all of that is no matter the situation of how tired you are the problem is the waiting but it's how you wait are you truly waiting on god are you truly serving god are you lost in your worship because that's a lot of times we get messed up we have a problem come we don't worship anymore we don't give thanks anymore because i know even in what in philippians it says be anxious for nothing right mm -hmm. come to god in prayer and supplication and everything give thanks and your quest will be made known unto God, right? So give requests, give thanks. But the thing of it is, is, is how you do it. Mm. That's what that scripture is saying, how you do it. You could come, but come in thanks. Thank you, God, in advance for helping with the problem for the bring to you. So you're already thanking him for it, so get up and quit thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And when it do pop up, that's when you get lost in your worship. Mm. That's when you start throwing your hands up because you the problem just came because you start thinking, your, now our human thought is here's that problem again but our hands and spiritually should go up and say thank you because you're reminding me that you're still helping me that's that habit see that you're still helping me that's what the hands go up for and then when you let them back down and you close your hands you're just saying thank you just like you're praying again thank you lord for reminding me that you're still helping me it's how you see it's that it's that mind that secure mind that we have to have in this time of being tired and you realize your body will start to recoup because the spirit takes over the spirit would take over you and if you just let it happen and quit trying to look at your limitations of what you can do and let God do it's a difference if not we'll always be tired and you don't want to be and that's the subject you got to get tired of that yes. Thank you for having a cup with us. We pray in Jesus' name this podcast has ministered to you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we invite you to do so. And if you have any questions or prayer requests, feel free to contact us. Join us again next week for another cup of grace.